I'm Jess McCauley, and I'm a theater artist and a total introvert. I'm Phil Rickaby, and I'm a writer and performer, and I also am an introvert. And this is the Introvert's Guide to... Before we get started, why don't we tell you how you can get a hold of us? You can find us on Twitter at introvertguide2, the number two, and you can find the website at introvertsguide2.com. If you have a question you want us to answer or you want to give feedback about the show, you can reach us at stuff at gmail.com. And remember, we may use your questions or comments on an upcoming episode of The Introvert's Guide 2. And if you like what we do... Share, rate, and hit that subscribe button. Though we try to avoid the world, it would be nice to get our work out there. In our, in our, uh, from our previous conversation where we were catching up, one of the things we skipped over uh, <laughs> was the fact that when you were in Ottawa, you billeted with somebody. And that means, for those who don't know, somebody was kind enough to allow you as an artist to stay in their place. Free of charge. Free of charge. And while that is super awesome, it also presents certain difficulties for an introvert. Yes. You were a house guest. Oh my gosh. It was, it it was, now before we go on, I want to make something abundantly clear. Billets, you're wonderful. Thank you so much for everything that you do. So this is in no way any shape or form criticism about you. This is about us. And I got to say, billeting was interesting because it really made me realize how awkward it is to be a house guest. And have you, aside from billeting, have you been a house guest before? Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean like, you know, being with friends or family, but never in this way where I was staying in a total stranger's home. It's always, you know, if, if it's family, even family, I can be a little awkward with. Um, I <laughs> saw this, I, I, I think we saw it in the thread discussion for the introverts guide too, but it, it's the onion saying house guest is last person to wake up, but they're actually still awake. <laughs> like they're the first ones awake. Oh yeah, absolutely. That is, yeah, yeah absolutely. that's, that's usually me. I wait till everyone is up and then I'm the last one. I'm just waiting. That has totally been me. I would rather, you know what I'm hoping when I'm doing that? Like if I have a room to myself, if I'm waiting for everybody, I'm hoping, this might be a really terrible thing to admit to, but whatever. Um, I'm hoping that everybody is almost ready to leave when I get out of my room and that I go downstairs and, or into wherever everybody is and they're all, oh, good morning. You're finally up. Uh, coffee's over there. Gotta run. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm the exact same way. I feel horrible, but it's like, you know what? I just, I just need to be alone. <laughs> like you have a routine, right? I need a coffee in the morning. I need a coffee before I talk to anybody. That's my routine. I am a reserved introvert. What about, what about you? I'm sure you need a coffee too. Um, I do need a coffee. I always need a coffee. <laughs> always. So it's, it's weird. Okay. Have you ever been to somebody's house? You're staying there. They don't have coffee. What do you do? They don't have, they, they don't have coffee? Like, let's, yeah. They, they, what do you do? They don't have coffee. In that way, I want to be the first person to wake up so I can dash out to Tim's and have that time alone. Like maybe like a 10 minute 
drive or something just to go and get them coffee. But if they don't have it, I find I have I don't have a safety net or something. I'm I'm sorry, I, I have to. I'm still trying to process the not having coffee. I, I Phil, there are people out there. Get this, there are people who do not have coffee machines. What? Yeah. They don't even have a Black & Decker. They don't got a Keurig. They don't got a Tassimo. They don't, they don't have it. They, they don't have... Coffee. Yep. Okay. I, yep. I know. I, are you sitting? I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. You're going to be okay though, right? Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. I can do it. Okay. Yeah, we're, okay. It's fine. Okay. Just, Here's just the thing. If, if, I wanna, if, if they don't have coffee, I hope that they have told me. <laughs> before I arrive so that I can make arrangements. <laughs> Sorry. Like here's so me, I here's me. I arrive, I arrive and I pull out this like massive espresso machine. Oh, don't worry about this. But back to the topic at hand. Um, yes. So there are two aspects of this house guest thing. And when I was initially thinking about it, I was thinking about being a house guest because mm-hmm. that's often been the most awkward for me. But there's also the idea of being the host as well. And, you know, I think you noticed that while we were doing the research for this, there's a lot more advice for introverts who are having guests come into their home than there are for introverts being a house guest. Yeah, there is literally zero like there was maybe two articles i found on how to be an introvert and a house guest but it's interesting because it it's apparently it's more of a popular topic when the introverts the host i mean obviously because you have people coming into your space you feel as though you have to entertain but i actually am on the opposite end i find it more awkward to be the guest because i feel helpless you know, this, I feel like I'm invading theirs. Well, that's the thing is when, when it's your house, you know everything about your house. It is your space. Mm-hmm. And when you are a guest in somebody's home, it is not. You don't know. I've been to somebody's house and not even know how to like turn on the shower. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I know. And you're like fiddling with it. And like, you feel you can, you can know, you know that they're thinking about it. Like, oh, they don't know how to operate the shower. And then suddenly your social anxiety is sparking. Well, maybe they don't. Like, what if they left? And now you're like, do I, do I, do I call them? Do I call them to say, hey, how do you work the shower? What's going on here? I don't even know. Okay. I'm, can I give you a horror story? Oh God. Yes, of course. Okay. Okay. We're going to start this off right. This just happened. This was my billet, my first ever billet, the Ottawa Fringe. Love this woman. She's awesome. But a few things have happened that have made me probably one of the worst house guests ever. Like, don't ever okay. have me in your place. So we set the fire alarm off the first night. <laughs> <laughs> well, so did did they not tell you that you couldn't try to light a campfire in the <laughs> No, it was house? so It was so bad, Phil. Like, okay, so she's got this... Okay, she just got her house renovated. Even the electricity has all been fixed. But there's certain problems. So it's a little finicky. So she's she you can't have too many appliances happening at once. A lot of houses oh. are like that. Yeah, uh-huh. they, some things share like a, a, a circuit. I forget how it works. But 
we had the toaster oven going, you know, uh, my partner and I were, you know, making some food at the end of the night and she had gone to bed. So we were just making ourselves like a little mini pizza or something. And it, apparently it was so intense, so intense. Apparently we opened up the door and the alarm goes off and we're waving dish towels around trying to get this thing to be quiet. But like, you know, we just hear her waking up and coming down the stairs and all the house lights are turning on and, Oh my gosh. And then what was the other thing? Oh yeah, we 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 totally uh what did we do? We basically um all the house lights went off. We broke a circuit. Let me guess. You were both charging your phones, computers, tablets. No, I put my I plugged my hair dryer into the wrong circuit or into the wrong outlet. <laughs> I would, oh my gosh, I died. As soon as like the all the lights went off, I was like, oh my gosh, please just let me jump out a window right now. I'm like shaking. It was so embarrassing, but these, it was just eye-opening. These, these things that you were describing are horror stories to me. Yeah, yeah just it's it's literally the worst. Yeah, it is literally the worst. So here's here's the thing. Have you ever stayed you stayed in an Airbnb? Uh no, but I'm going to. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Airbnb that you're staying at, is it you're going for the whole apartment? Yes, actually, it's a condo in Toronto. I I have a friend. And, you know, they, they, you can have the option where you just have a room in somebody's house mm. uh, for your Airbnb. Okay. Which is a nightmare for me. Oh. Because, well, here's the thing. Like, okay, so you just get, like, a room in somebody's apartment or house. Which mm-hmm. means that. It's like being a house guest. When you wake up in the morning, you come out and you use the, sh- the same, you know, you go into the same kitchen that they have. You got all this stuff. It's like just like being a house guest, only you're paying them. Right. It, exactly. You're paying for the awkward. Sure. Yes. That's the thing. You're paying for the awkward. And I know somebody who, 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 who has like, who Airbnbs their, their spare room or did. And mm-hmm. one of the things that she loved was having conversations with her guests. Like, you know, they would come back from their day wherever. And she was like, she loved hearing about what they'd done that day. And what did they, where did they go to eat? What did they see? All this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, that is the last thing I want to do. Oh yeah, no. Our billet was really nice. She like, we, you know, you fill out your, your little survey about what you need. Right. My, I was very adamant. Like, look, I just need privacy. She went so far as to put a coffee machine in my room, Phil. Oh my God. You went to the, you went to the wrong Airbnb, my friend. Who is, who is is this magical person? (laughs) Oh, I'll sign you up with her. She's great. (laughs) Um, Have you, have you had people in your home? As, as guests? You know, yep, absolutely. I was a billet uh, during the London Fringe. I had a lovely uh, artist stay with me, and it was she was an extrovert, and it was great. We, you know, I, I mean, she's got things to do. I had things to do. We're both busy. So I have a huge finished basement. I'm actually sitting in it right now. It's lovely. So she's got her own bathroom. Uh, she had enough space, like, to have a work desk. Mm. Uh, just sprawl out basically. And I was also working during the fringe. So that was great. I basically just told her, make herself at home, uh, do whatever you, you got free reign of the house. Obviously mm. it's okay. So I'm, I'm really okay with being a host. Um, I actually, I, I have a Southern hospitality mindset. Mm. Your whole, my home is your home. 
you make yourself at home. And that actually helps me because that gives me the opportunity to let them be independent so I can go to my room when I want. Well, that's super important. I, I, I mean, when I, I, the last place I was living, obviously I can't have a house guest in my current bachelor apartment, but in my <laughs> last apartment, it, we, it was a one bedroom apartment, which means that anybody who was staying over was staying in the living room. Now the mm-hmm. downside to that is that number one, you lose access to your living room while your house guest is sleeping. Oh yeah. Um, also it's a matter of, I think that I can only do that for like three days before mm-hmm. I'm like, I love you, but you have to leave. It's time to sachet away. Which is like yeah. one of those, like, how do you have the conversation with somebody that like, yes, please come and stay with me, but no more than three days. Yeah. I mean, like, it, it's it's rude. It's it, You can't do it. And that's, I mean, like, or at least it not, it's not like it is rude, but like you feel so mean saying it because... You know, you don't, it's not like you want them to exit your life, but you know, certainly three days is three days is much. Well, it's a lot. That's enough. But I think that yeah. you, it's kind of like you have to be like, if they're like, Oh, I'm coming to, coming to your town. Can I stay at your place? You, I think the first question is how long are you in town for? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's something that you, you know, obviously it's a question that you should expect if you're requesting to stay at someone's oh, house. Sure. I mean, it, yeah, you know, you are putting somebody out when you ask that question, right? So be prepared for, look, I can't have you over for more than three days. And, you know, let's face it, that's, you know, having another person at house, hydro's not cheap. So water's not cheap. That's at least that's what I think in my head is, you know, well, if it's more than a week, then I that's a lot. That's a Here's lot. If it's more I'm not than even week, thinking though. about that stuff. I'm thinking, I'm thinking I want my living room. Um <laughs> I need to be able to wake up in the morning and go and have my coffee without worrying about waking somebody up. That is an important ritual in the morning is the drinking of coffee and the sitting in, of couches or wherever it is that you sit. Yeah. I love, I would love to have somebody stay, but there are very few people that I think I could have stay with me for more than three days. Also there's the whole like, do I have to entertain you? yes like are you self-sufficient enough that i can be like listen if you're going to if you go you know what are you doing today i cannot join you for that but if you would like to get together at dinner we can do that or something like you know that sort of stuff just to keep your sanity yep absolutely dinner's a good place to reconvene it's a good place you get you go do your thing i'll do my thing but you definitely do not owe them entertainment you don't I mean, it's one thing when it's family and friends coming to visit you specifically, but I need, you know, a couple weeks in advance for that, you know, book off time at work. I can push aside, you know, things in my schedule so I can have that time with them. It's allotted for them, right? But if it's something like, you know, you're doing them a favor or it's, you know, in the case of a fringe artist, then definitely reconvene at a small, you know, at a different time. I kind of feel like there are very few situations in which for me, it's not. I don't need to entertain you. I'm putting you in my my home. Um, That's enough of a favor. I can, I can do one of two things. I can be your host or I can entertain you. And if I'm entertaining you, you're staying at a hotel. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. Which that is something that has come up uh, frequently when uh, when we do get to this for the internet is the use of a hotel 
It's true. So it, it's true. Yeah. And, and both both the suggestion as the host and house guest. Why don't we jump in to the social then? Sure. Um, so as we usually do, we asked on the social medias um, mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, if you like, what are your coping mechanisms for being a house guest or, um, or, or, or such? So Siobhan said, I've developed a preamble, which goes like, I will at some point in the evening need to retreat and turtle before bedtime. Yes, that's see, and that's the thing. Every so far, what we've been gathering is be clear, and it's okay to say that I'm going to retire now. I'm going. I'm turning into a pumpkin. I think that's super important. And if you are staying with somebody, it's super important that you are able to vocalize that. And again, so many times we've said, "Say what you need," because I and this is, I think it's we cannot reiterate enough the importance of. Of vocalizing or being clear on what you need because I think as introverts we have a tendency often to just sort of be quiet and take whatever is happening in terms of the social situation rather than being clear and I think this is a really good suggestion being clear Mm -hmm. absolutely and just saying look I can't I I need some downtime and so at some point I need to go off by myself and recharge Yep, absolutely. It's go. It's always going to be a recurring theme. Say what you need. Robert says, I find it difficult to just talk. I am usually quiet a lot of the times. I try to be extroverted at the time, but that usually kind of wears on me unless I have some advice or something or the topic grabs my attention. Uh, and it's like in, introverts can talk to know what can talk to one another easily. Uh, you have to get a couple of drinks in me and give me that extra boost to talk more. Other than that, I'm the one who sits and listens to everyone, and I'm often alone anyway. I prefer small groups, and I find myself thinking I cannot wait to get home. And this is more just a general... Yeah, that's pretty general. Yeah. You know, but it's... Like, for me, I I can be a little... I try to be extroverted whenever I'm over at someone's home. If I'm a house guest, I, I try as hard as I can to muster up all that energy, but it does wear on me as well. But, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's, that's pretty general. Yeah. For me, I'm, I'm of course, like you know, there are times when I can be outgoing. It's easier with a small group of people. Mm-hmm. It's even easier yep. if I know those people already. For me, one mm-hmm. of the difficult things is when, if like if I'm billeting and I'm staying with somebody that I don't know, that's mm-hmm. like an entirely new situation where I am sort of trapped in somebody's home, feeling like. This is my space that I have here. I need to make it mine. But if I go out there, they want to talk to me. Yeah, exactly. I, you know what? I actually, I really was hoping that wherever we were staying was going to be a big house, like with a lot of people. Only reason being is because I could feel as though I could just sink into the background easily without being noticed. But we got it where it was one woman in a two-bedroom home. And it was very small, so there was no way you could miss each other. That was that was tricky. I find in, in my billeting experience, it's uh, it has been rare for me to be. Uh, no, that's not entirely true. A couple of times it was like so. One time, uh, it it was in a house, and I had a room, and there was lots of space in the house. But the the woman in the house was home all day, and like every time I came out of my room, she was like ready to talk. Oh. 
And I was like, no. Um, But in other situations, it's been like, you know, the big house. um, And I don't need to talk. In a couple of situations when I was on tour with Keystone, it was a group of us in one house. So it was like, I am not the focal point here. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. That's the thing is I don't want to, I don't want to be the center here. (laughs) So true. Bronwyn. Bron, oh, she's got a good. I basically just hide away in the room offered to me forever. If I don't really know the person, <laughs> I like that saying. Yeah. yeah, good. If I don't really know the person, I will basically just listen to them talk until I see a safe moment to make my escape to my to the room I have been offered. If I know them, then I'll hang out and be pretty extroverted. LOL. But only if I know them. I am the exact same way, girl. I exact I, same way. I am basically the same way, unless I like. If I'm staying with people I know, then I, I can be social. But in those times when I was staying with somebody uh, uh, on my own, uh, I was just like, the place I want to be is the room that you've given me. That's it. Exactly. Yep. It, wherever that is, I'm going. So I would, I would feel so uncomfortable you. if it was like, okay, so now I have to be out in the living room. Even if they were not at work, I would be, even if they were at work, I would be like, but what if they come home? Yeah. What if, what if they, you know, I'm like rummaging through my bag or like I, they catch me in a compromising position. I don't know what that would be, but. Like I would even, I even felt awkward. Like I'm in the kitchen eating the food that I have purchased and yet I'm rummaging through their kitchen, which makes me feel really awkward and weird. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel really weird whenever they're like, okay, so (laughs) picture this. They're all in the living room and you're in your room hanging out. That's fine. Totally cool. But you have to go past the living room to go and get yourself something from the kitchen and they catch you in conversation. Oh, you are. Oh yeah. There's no escaping that. No, no. Yeah, no, you're stuck there. I I hate it. I hate it. I don't know. I think that there, this is like, I mean, a lot of this is, is, is specific to billeting. Or staying with family, maybe, or or even like if you have decided that you're going to do an Airbnb and you have a room in somebody's house, right? Which I avoid right. like the plague for reasons that we've already discussed. If I'm staying in an Airbnb, it's the whole home or nothing. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, it's my space for the house. I need it. I need it. I do not want to be stuck in a position where when I come home, it's like you're like, oh, what did you do today? Tell me about all the things that you did. And I'm like, I just. <laughs> I just you're renting. I just <laughs> I just came here for your I bed, man. The bed. I'm not here for the conversation. I'm sorry. So Jackie says, uh, "I find it's best to make sure that you have a private, personal area before you get there. It's okay to ask what your accommodations will be like. If you know the person and you know that they too are introverted, it'll work out just fine. As you will all keep to yourselves mostly and socialize when appropriate." Absolutely agree. I think it's totally okay as well. I think it's important like to know, like, are you, when you show up, are you going to be, is your accommodation, are you on the couch in the, mm-hmm. in the living room? If that's the case, your time is not your own. Right. You, like, you will be able to sleep when they are ready for you to sleep. And that will be also oh. when your recharge time is. It's like, so you are kind of like your sleeping time is, is held hostage in a way. Oh, yeah. It's oh gosh, super that's... important to have that conversation. Yeah. Cause like, you know what? That now here we go into the hotel part. 
if I'm sleeping on a couch in your living room, I'm staying at a hotel. I will see you some other time. Because no way I'm invading anyone's space like that. No, and I would not be comfortable with it. You know, there's the whole like, oh, couch surfing is a thing. No, it's not. Yeah, no, absolutely I might have considered couch surfing when I was like, I don't know what age I would have been at when I would be okay with it because I've always been an introvert. So yeah, uh, no, absolutely. I knew friends that couch surf mm-hmm. in like, you know, our early twenties or something, but you know, absolutely yeah. not no, now not for me. Um, no. but yeah, I mean, again, it's one of those uh, talking about what you need, be clear about what you mm-hmm. need. And one of the things that you need is a place to stay. Uh, Kieran, I do some preempting. I let my hosts know right at the start that I'm going to be disappearing from time to time. And I make sure they feel cared for when I'm around. Again, another good piece of advice. Say what you need. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, these are different ways of saying the exact same thing. And that's what I like about this. There's just, they're different, uh, different scenarios, if you will. I think we cannot say enough. Say what you need. Mm -hmm. Be clear about what you need. I mean, if you're staying with somebody that knows you, they want you to be comfortable. Otherwise, they wouldn't have asked you to stay with them. And so That's right. You need to be clear, even though you might find it difficult to say, because, you know, sometimes we feel bad about being introverted because we've been told and learned that extrovert is good. Introvert mm-hmm. is bad. Um, yep. At least I think I feel like that's how I grew up. Outgoing is oh, good. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Not outgoing is bad. And so we sort of feel bad for not feeling like we can be outgoing all the time. Um, yeah. People wonder if you're okay. Are you mad? Are you sad? Do you want to talk? And it's like, no, that's the opposite. Just, I'm, I'm great, actually. And I will continue to be great if you continue to give me my time. Uh, Shannon says, I find myself rarely staying with people because I do like my alone time. But if I do stay with friends or family, I keep communication open with them and tell them what I need. Other tricks, go for walks. Go to quote unquote bed early and just watch TV or read, read or write. Showers, no one wants to bother you in the bathroom. Or four, plan time to go to the spa. Okay. Um, all right. The spa was the spa's cool. Interestingly, um, I had not considered the alone time that one can get by retiring to the bathroom. Even if it's just yeah. for the shower. Like even if it doesn't even have to be a shower. If you go to the bathroom. Ain't nobody going to bother you. Exactly. They're just going to leave you. Just going to leave you Unless alone. Unless you're in there for too long and then you'll get that tentative knock on the door. Are you, are you okay yeah. in there? <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> it's one of the most awkward things. It really is. I usually wait four hours just in case. No, no, I'm just joking. But yeah, I don't think I've ever really been tempted to check up on anybody in the bathroom. I don't know. I don't know. If nobody no was in there for yeah. like 45 minutes, I'd probably be concerned. Yeah, I I think after a certain period I get concerned, but then I just I'm so scared to knock on the door because I feel like if I were on the other end of that, like oh, please sure. go away. But also you're like, you know, I mean if somebody's in there for 45 minutes, you want to make sure like do I need to call an ambulance or something? So Ivan said, as a host, I try to make it clear that I can be as social or non as guests like, but I'm always a text away. Just let your host know what kind of thing it is you need. Thank you, Ivan. I want to stay at Ivan's. Yeah, I want to stay stay at at Ivan's Ivan's house. Because, you know, I I totally want a host that's like, if you need me, I'm here. If you don't, that's cool too. Yeah. Like, that's like, it's just so, you get me. 
you understand. I think Ivan is quite familiar with with the difference between an extrovert and an introvert mm-hmm. and is willing to give each one what it needs. Lovely. Thank you, Ivan. Oh, You're a good Thank man. You. Best answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which brings us to the internet. And as, a, as somebody who is mostly thinking about the coping mechanism for being a house guest, what a shit show. Oh. Because I found one article. Oh, wait. I wonder if we found the same one. Probably. All right. What is it? Uh, it was a, at introvertretreat.com. Yep. 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 Got it. <laughs> so the, the piece of information that I posted uh, was uh, as the introvert guest uh, and here we go with this. Don't be shy about st- saying you'd rather stay at a hotel if that's the case. Some people are offended by that, but I'm not sure why, as long as you aren't asking them to pay for it. Make sure to tell them how sincerely how much you're looking forward to spending time with them, but also make it clear that you need time alone to recharge your batteries because you are an introvert. If they look at you funny, this is your chance to educate, educate them on the subject. So eloquent. <laughs> and you know, the thing is that like staying at a hotel – or an Airbnb where I have the run of the place. Um, <laughs> that's my preferred method. Like I would, I love that because you are in control of when you are having your me time. Yeah. When you and wake nothing up, and, beats, no, nothing beats me time. Nothing beats it, and nothing beats hotel coffee. It's not the greatest, but it's hotel coffee. You know what Can't the best part about hotel coffee is? What's that? You're probably drinking it in bed. That you ugh. got up long enough to make the coffee and then you crawl back onto the bed drink your coffee and you know what here's the thing i never watch television i never watch morning television unless i'm at a hotel and then i turn on whatever the local morning news show is and i sit there and i drink my coffee and i sit for a little bit Mm. oh i really want to go stay at a hotel now (laughs) another one of the introverted guest suggestions is don't be afraid to make your own short plans away from your hosts. Now, this could be a little tricky depending on your host feelings. Some of my family members don't mind this at all, while others would take personal offense. We've been known to step away from family plans a little early to allow our toddler to nap for a few hours. We've stepped out for a quick coffee when my husband wasn't feeling well and needed a break from the chaos of seven small cousins yelling together in one house. Oh, jeez. You know, I never quite understood the uh, the need to step away when I was a kid. I did have that many cousins, you know, when we all hung out. It was very loud, very fun. But I didn't understand that feeling inside of going, oh, I really want to be alone. I'm really tired. I never understood that. But mm. as I grew up, it really takes a toll when it's a big house, lots going on, and it's chaos that there does take a mental toll on you and you should be stepping away and, you know, actually taking, taking a moment here to be a little serious that can actually wreck someone's anxiety. Mm. And, and for me as someone who has, you know, like that has that social anxiety, it's please take a deep breath and go for a walk, get some air, something. just, and, and some people do think that, that can be rude if you're, you know, if you're hosting like, oh, this person's leaving, they're going for a coffee. All right. For you out there that don't understand, it's so important for that person it is an overwhelming experience. And I'm just thinking about that. It really just, my stomach went into knots, like the people yelling everywhere. Oh my gosh. Mm. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the funny thing is that, you know, thinking about what you were saying there, 
I was thinking about the difference between being a child who's a house guest and then being mm-hmm. an adult who's a house guest. Mm. Um, if you're a kid and you're a house guest, you're there with your parents probably. Um, mm-hmm. And your parents are doing most of the socializing. Mm-hmm. Um, you are likely able to be off by yourself. Nobody is engaging you in conversation unless there are other children, in which case they're probably just interested in playing or whatever, maybe just playing video games. And that's great too. It's when you get older and that's when I think it becomes more of the challenge that now everybody wants to engage you in conversation. There's mm-hmm. not enough to be like, oh, little Billy is off reading his book again. Isn't that cute? But um, when you when little Billy grows up and everybody's like, well, Billy, get your head out of that book. We're trying to talk to you here. Yeah. You know, I don't quite know what to say. Like, it's just like that moment of, you know, I didn't realize it, you know, actually just kind of dawned on me that expectation when you were a kid, I really took that for granted, you know, of being able to go off and it was just like, Oh, where are you? Oh, I just went off to go read a book. Oh, okay. Sure thing. They're Mm -hmm. occupied. That's great. Not in a bad way, but like you're out of the way from the adult conversation. Right. But the expectation just got bigger and bigger as you grew up and you were expected to be able to, match their ability to socialize. And I, as much as I don't mind talking to my family, I'm not mind, I love my family. Of course, I want to talk to them. But I don't know how to socialize properly sometimes. And when you get in your head, I don't know if I can match their conversation very well. Socializing, quote unquote, properly is a difficult one. Because... Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's the question of like, what are we conversing about? And, Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those conversations that happen, a lot of conversations that happen in, in certain settings tend to be very superficial, which means it's small talk, um, which means I'm not interested in that. And I don't want to hear, you know, Oh, how was work and what's the weather and oh, it's going to be rainy tomorrow. Um, all yeah. those things that Aunt Mabel wants to talk about um, <laughs> while you're staying at her house. And I would really rather, if I'm going to talk about anything, I want to talk about something with a little more depth. Right. Yeah. And you know what? I think that's another way of putting it as a kid is early on, I really didn't like small talk as it was. Mm. And I think I got that confused with, oh, I'm not a great person to talk with. It was just, well, you just didn't have interest in it. Right. Of course. You know, and coming, you know, even now as an adult, you know, even my job where it entails small talk, making that small talk, mm-hmm. I uh, it's drudgery. It is. Certainly, it is drudgery. Yeah. And that doesn't go away. No matter where you are, oh, it never goes away. <laughs> no. no. And can we talk about being the introverted host for a second? Sure. So one of the suggestions that I saw was um, you don't have to spend every minute with your guests, really. You don't. If they are tourists with their own car, I like to point them in the right direction and say, "Have a nice day. Can't wait to hear about it at dinner." I've had family come out from uh, from out of the country. You know, most they'll come from like Ireland or England, and they'll they'll have their own car. Like they'll rent something, and it's nice because I always had the option of whether or not I would want to tag along. But my family was always the we're going to do it all together, all the time be together all the time. Oh God, no. Oh yeah. Oh yes, Phil. That's what it was. 
And it was every time I would just want to stay home, it was, no, come out, we're going to go shopping or, or we're going to go out and see Niagara Falls. And it's like, I've seen it 10,000 times. Please no. I wouldn't mind Niagara Falls or going out with those outings as long as I am going to have the ability to slip away from the group. Yeah. If I want to go for a walk by myself, I have to be able to go for a walk by myself. Yeah. yeah. You have to let you me. You know, it's funny because sometimes, although I could, I would be able to say with, with friends, with so many of my friends, I just need like a half hour alone for a little walk. I'm just going to go that way. Mm-hmm. I'll meet you guys back here or wherever. Where, how hard that can be with certain, in certain families to be able to say, just need some alone time. Oh, we'll come with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was all the time. <laughs> oh. oh, I love them so much. <laughs> um, there were a bunch of other sites that I found, but I was actually able to boil down because there's a lot of uh, suggestions that are basically repeated through several different blogs and, and, and sites on the internet for being a host. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three that I was able to boil down, consider asking your guests to stay in a hotel. Mm-hmm. encourage your guests plan- to plan their own time and share mm-hmm. your schedule with your house guests, share your schedule with your house guests so that they're aware of when you are available for them rather than be like, here's all the free time that I have. It's more like, I think, well, you know, these are things that I have to do today and then we'll get together at such and such a time. I don't know how I feel about asking my guests to stay in a hotel because I, you know, let's say you have the spare room. It would be very awkward for your house guests to pass by that spare room and see that you've got an extra bed. I don't know. Hmm. The trick to that is to not have a bed in the spare room and have it as an office. Yeah, like a Murphy bed situation yeah, yeah, yeah. where you can like kind of hide it away. It's a, it's a couch. <laughs> it's not a bed. It's a couch. Yeah, you're seeing things. Look, Come on. No, that's not a bed. Somebody's like... I see a bed there. It's a, they call that a day bed. It's really, it's more of a couch. No. Listen, I like to lounge. Okay. Okay. Back to the hotel. So yeah, if I say that I want to stay as a, in a hotel as a, as an introvert, if, if you're like, no, stay with me. Like, I think I, I will just stay in a hotel. Right. I don't understand why you're, why you're offended. If some people, cause some people do get offended. Like you are turning down their hospitality. Um, mm-hmm. But also like if, I can understand how difficult it can be to say to somebody, listen, I need you to stay in a hotel. But it's more like maybe don't invite – it's not like – I think that oh, that doesn't work if you said, oh, come and stay with us. Oh, but stay in a hotel. You can't do that. It's like if they're like, I'm coming to your town, and you're like, we don't have – like what hotel were you – I would almost be like, what hotel are you staying at? Yeah, see, that's what – see, that's different. Whenever they say I'm coming into town – and they sort of make that hint that they're going to stay with you. That's when, you know, exactly that. Where are you staying? Sure. Like, do you need help choosing a hotel? I can tell you a little bit about the best ones in town. Um, Got some good promo codes at, for at you. At that point, they can't be like, oh, we were hoping to stay with you. And if they are, you'd be like, I just don't have the space. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like right now is not a good time. So sorry. I've had someone do that and they and and they guilted me for it. Oh. Yeah, that was rude. It was like a, well, I was really hoping to stay with you. And of course I followed, you know, oh, I'm really sorry. But again, just don't have the space. Really sorry. Well, I I guess a hotel's fine. Dot, dot, dot. No. 
Oh, your yeah. Rida hotel is fine. In fact, it's perfect yeah. for me. Do you want to switch? You can stay in my home. I'll oh, take shit. the hotel. If you want to pay for the hotel, I will stay in the hotel and you can stay in my place. Exactly. Enjoy my bed. <laughs> it's just it's just a matter of like, I don't know. I I would even if I am gonna see my my hosts every day, I would much rather be like, okay, so I'll be at the hotel if you want to meet me downstairs at nine o'clock whatever mm-hmm. you know just to because i need to be able to in the evening have complete alone time and i need my alone time in the morning mm-hmm. that's right um the idea of encouraging your guests to plan their own time i think that's that sort of protects you from this syndrome of so what are we going to do today yeah um <sighs> trying to think of like that situation of I don't mind giving recommendations on what they could do around town but I usually give about three and then after that I can't help you with what you want to do I certainly do not I don't want to be like if it's like oh what are we going to do today I'm probably going to be like here's a number of things that you could do Um, a lot of people who come to the town come come here enjoy this this and this um, it's really easy to get there. I've been there a bunch of times, so it's really not of interest to me, but you ha- really do have to see it. And then, like, I don't know, you're like, hey, if it's your first time here. I bookmarked some things on TripAdvisor, or here's a book on Toronto. I highlighted a bunch of things for you. Um, there's a, you know, in the afternoons, I have the opportunity to do a few things with you. This, this, and this we can do, but that's about it. Yep. And it kind of, it, it relates a little bit to the third point. You know, share your schedule with your house guests. It makes that, assumption that I'm not going to be there with you the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. And you need you need to you need to be okay with that because again, you don't owe anybody the entertainment. You're not a tour guide. No. You're you're not you're not that rent a friend, right? It's just you're going to do your thing. Here's what you can do. I need to do this. That's it. That is really solid advice, especially when there are introverts that don't necessarily know how to put together those words because yes. sometimes it can be Awkward to try and figure out how you're going to say it. You're freaking out about it. You're sweating, going, oh my gosh, am I going to come off rude? Are they going to hate me for it? Remember that it's rooted in etiquette. And there are hints that the the social cues that the other person is going to pick up on. Again, it's all about saying what you need. That's right. And, you know, like you said, it's ways of saying it that that sort of insulate you from coming off as, as rude. Yep, you can be a very polite host and not be a part of the festivities. That's absolutely right. Being being there a hundred percent of the time is not necessary to be a good host. It's gonna make you, you miserable. Can abs- so miserable. Oh, you're gonna drive each other crazy, and then you got to go home, and then you know you you're spending the evening together. It's why not just do one activity in the afternoon or something? Well, Reconvene worst, at dinner. The worst part is keep in mind about how how you are when your batteries get depleted yeah oh you you get cranky i get cranky so here you are is this person you've spent the day with this person or these people and now your batteries are depleted you've been social all day and now they're expecting you to spend the evening with them Mm -hmm. you i i get snippy it's really easy to get snippy you can get snippy you can just get rude like all these things and you don't mean to be it's just that you just your patience is 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 low because your batteries are empty you have to preserve the energy in your batteries and do what you have to do to recharge. Otherwise, those friends who came to visit 
might not be so friendly anymore. Yep. Oh gosh. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than you're finished with the situation. You walk away from it and you feel as though you've made your guests feel they've outstayed their welcome. Mm -hmm. Suddenly the situation's awkward. It's no longer a fun get together anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. It just takes the fun out of it. So you're, you're doing everybody a favor when you separate. Absolutely. And you're taking care of yourself, which as we've said is really the most important thing. Cause you know what the extrovert is, they are taking care of what they need by getting all of the attention and socializing that they need to recharge. So you need mm-hmm. to also make sure that you are getting what you need. Self-care will always be at the center of this show. And I love it. <laughs> so what are the lessons from this conversation? Well, first of all, remembering that you're not rude (laughs) for saying what you need. And one of the big things that I think I can take away from this show, though, is it's really good to have a conversation about the space in general, whether or not you're the host or the house guest, talking about the space and the accommodation leading up to, you know, the visit, quote unquote, if you will, whatever the context is is a good one to have mm-hmm. for the introvert because then you can prepare your space. You can know what sort of technology you're bringing. Do you want to bring like, you know, I, I remember a time when portable DVD players were a thing, but you know, do you want, yeah, just remembering that piece of technology. Do you want to bring that? Do you, you know, do you want to bring whatever it is to help keep yourself occupied? Right. But that's important to think about where you're staying. I think it's really actually brilliant of the Ottawa Fringe to have that like, that stuff for your billet to be like, what does this person need? It was awesome. I loved it. It was, are you a sociable person? Do you need quiet time? Do you like to talk? Do you mind if your billet's gone? Like it was awesome. I, that is something that I do encourage side note for fringes. That is a really good questionnaire to have for people. Absolutely. Absolutely. In general, you know, it's sort of, again, it's, it's asking you what you need so that you're, Mm -hmm. you're the person whose house you're going to be staying in can, can provide that. What about you, Phil? What'd you learn? I mean, the lesson that, well, I learned that I would rather stay in a hotel. <laughs> Get that coffee, right? Yeah. And that, I mean, a hotel or Airbnb, I just want my own space. It doesn't matter yeah. which it is to me. I've done both. I've enjoyed both, especially when I can just be by myself in, when I'm there. That's know? right. It's like having the ability to say, hey, what you guys want to come up for a little bit? And then... At a certain point, we're like, oh, guys, we're really tired. I got to go, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ho- the hotel is definitely the best route for you. We don't want you running into a place where there's no coffee machine. Phil. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, yeah, no. no. I, don't, no. I don't know what you would do. 